0: It's Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day to all of the moms and all those who mother. Thanks, fellas, that was awesome. What a great day! Amen, amen. I am a product of a praying grandmother. I uh, my mom was a prodigal daughter, and uh, my grandfather was a Quaker minister, and I'm convinced. That my grandmother wore out the hardwood floors in her bedroom praying for not only her own children but her children's children and uh, I am a product I am the fourth of my mom and uh, the last one to give my heart to Christ in my family but how beautiful that my mom also rededicated her life to the Lord and became zealous about the kingdom of God sharing and telling everyone she knew about the love of God through Jesus Christ. And so thanks be to God. It's a special day for us in the Morris House, not only because of Mother's Day, but because we also have a great announcement that we'd like to make this morning. If you haven't seen a post on social media in one form or another, we are super thrilled to announce the engagement of John Morris and Megan Attino. So will you two just stand up? Go on, stand up, you two. You got to stand up. You got to stand up. Come on. Whoop, whoop. All right. Praise God. Bless you guys. Bless you guys. I want to make a quick uh, correction also that Fam Fam in our youth ministry is on May 19th, not this Wednesday night, but the following Wednesday night. So, families, bring kids. We'll have our kids' church going, and parents can hang out with your youth. We got some exciting stuff happening. So, I want to encourage you to do that. And I want to invite you to continue to pray for Roxanne uh, Royce Flora and her two sons, Justin and Zach, as their father, Travis, went to be with the Lord this week. And uh, very, very sudden, unexpected, and uh, the family is certainly going through hardship. I want to pray with you right now for them one more time. Father, we pray for Roxanne. We pray, God, for Justin and Zach. And the extended family, God, we use, sustain, strengthen, encourage, and help, God. We commit them to you. We ask your blessing. Help us to love them and embrace them at this time, God, in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said a strong amen. Amen. Well, Mom Wow. That's today's message title Mom Wow. It's a Mother's Day message, and it is uh, honoring moms and those who mother, right? So oftentimes in today's arena, it might not be mama who's doing the mama ing. It could be uh, in many different forms. So we're honoring moms and those who get to help in the mothering department. So I have three three mom wows that we're going to look at this morning. And under each mom wow, I have a couple of points, and so you get to be participatory in this morning sermon. So you get to say, wow, Mom, thanks. So let's practice. Wow, Mom, thanks. Okay, so that's exciting. Now you, you'll have your cues, and uh, I'll give you uh, opportunity. In the Word of God, we find in the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, the 31st proverb, which is a proverb about a virtuous woman. Now, in this proverb, there is unmistakable and uncanny character of a woman with virtuous qualities. Overwhelming, I suppose, when you read through it, if you're a female thinking, mercy, how will I ever attain to a place like this? But I want you to know that back in the day, Jewish boys memorized Proverbs 31 as their mothers would instruct them that this is what you're to be searching for when you search for a wife, when you search for those who will be the mother of your children. And so we're going to be coming out of Proverbs 31 in our mom wow sermon this morning i'm not going to read the entirety of the text because in the sermon we're going to pull the text out but you can have your finger there so that you can see the scripture or the scriptures will be perhaps some of them might be on the screen we'll see now the first mom wow the first wow mom number one super moms are crazy industrious super moms are crazy industrious listen to verse 15 out of proverbs 31 she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her husband excuse me for her household that was a little jab i'm like breakfast right (laughs) okay she gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls she is industrious crazy verse 13 and verse 19 handier than any handyman a jack of all trades she finds wool and flax and busily spins it her hands are busy spinning thread her fingers twisting fiber let me tell you real quickly about a woman in the new testament you might remember her out of chapter uh, 9 of the book of Acts, verses 36 through 43. Tell us the story of a woman named Dorcas, or Tabitha. And Tabitha, she was kind of a caregiver, a mother of many. A motherer of many. She dies. And it says that when Peter learned of these things... Peter arose and went with them when he had come they brought him to the upper room and all the widows stood by him weeping showing the tunics and garments which Dorcas had made while she was with them I think of Dorcas is being a woman who was able in sewing and so when I think of this woman who gets to mother the super mom, so to speak, who is good with wool, flax, spinning, hands, threading, all of those things, her fingers working the fibers. Dorcas is a good example for us. She is a super mom, so to speak. She's mothering so many underneath her care. So moms and those who mother help us stay clothed And in clean clothes. Hallelujah. (laughs) I don't know about you, but my mom always took me and my brother shopping. It was interesting. My mom, I have two older sisters and an older brother, and I'm the youngest of four. My mom would take my sister shopping in Los Angeles at the garment district because she could always get really good deals down in the garment district. And then when my mom would come home, my brother and I and my dad had to sit on the couch and watch the fashion show, because my sisters are twins, they could interchange clothes, and they, they, the same clothes fit my mom, and so the ladies would all come down, then they'd go and they'd switch, and they'd swap, and we'd all have to do this, and clap, and talk about their shoes, and talk about their shirts, and I will just tell you, my brother and I were like, well, what about us? <laughs> and so my mom would take us to J.C. JCPenney... <laughs> but she'd always make sure that we had cool van shoes back when vans were brand new i remember when nike the light blue swoosh canvas shoes came out i had a new pair of nike white canvas shoes with a light blue swoosh on the outside we thought we were so cool and dressed so well moms and those who mother help us stay clothed and think about the laundry Can we just get a moment of silence for all the laundry that mamas do? (laughs) You would not believe what kind of soiling I could do in a set of clothing in any given day. And back in the day when we used to get tears in our jeans, it wasn't fashionable. So moms had little pads that they would iron on to cover the holes in the jeans. I'm telling you, I was an Apache. I had all kinds of patches all over me. So moms and those who mother help us stay clothed and clean. Can you say, wow, mom, thanks. Wow, mom, thanks. Great. Great moms super moms that are crazy industrious they are the go- grocery gurus the grocery gurus i don't know about you but going to the shopping store or the i don't even know what they call them <laughs> shopping store what is that the grocery store i'm not a grocery store guy And I'll tell you, if you're if you're a guy in here and you have the male genes and you're a grocery guy, God bless you. (laughs) But I will tell you, you go to the grocery store with my wife. She knows where every single thing in the grocery store is, and she knows the things that are on sale. Unbelievable. The scripture says in verse 14, she's like a merchant ship's, or she's like the merchant's ship, bringing her food from afar can I get an amen? <laughs> I mean, wow. Rebecca in the Bible, Genesis chapter 27, a story of Jacob and Esau, and uh, their dad says to Esau, hey, go out and hunt some game so that I can have some stew that you know how to make. And so Rebecca says to younger son, says, Jacob, here's, here's what you got to do, bro. And uh, You got to go get me one of those kids out in your little flock and i'm gonna make some savory stew that your father likes i love that scripture because savory stew stew is there anything better than stew i mean stew it's got beef potatoes carrots and gravy and there's always butter with some bread to slop up the leftovers that are on your plan it's just so good rebecca knows how to make some good food and uh, yes, and then I think about Abigail. Think about Abigail in the Old Testament. Abigail, she's married to a scoundrel. That's what the Scripture says. A scoundrel. Wives look at your husbands and say, "Hmm, no, don't do that." <laughs> but she's married to a scoundrel, and this scoundrel gives David's servants some bad information or bad news, and says, nah, "No, who's David to me? Who's David to me? This guy who's anointed to be king? Who's David? The son of Jesse? Whatever." And they're like, wow, he took good care of us. He protected us in the wilderness with all of our flocks. And so the servant, one of the servant boys goes and tells Abigail, Nabal's wife, and uh, uh, Abigail says, oh, my husband, he's so bad. And the guy goes, yeah, he's such a scoundrel. No one can even talk to him. And David is like prepared to go back, or David's prepared to come and literally eliminate all the males of that family. And so Abigail makes this feast for like 200 guys. I mean, it's just a massive feast. And I think, wow, she's got it going on. This gal knows how to do the grocery shopping for a big crowd and make the meals, so to speak. She loads it up on the donkeys, and they head out, and they meet David on the road, and they give she, she intercedes for them, which I'm going to get to in just a moment, but she intercedes in such great wisdom. And so David's heart is turned, and the brothers get this meal that they were looking for. So I'm going to simplify that, but it says uh, it says in the Word of God that Abigail was the one who enabled them not to have her entire family taken out, and that God would be the one who would bring judgment on Nabal, in which God did. Ultimately, Abigail became a wife to David, raising a family, and so beautiful. So moms and those who mothers help us stay well-fed with good food. Can I get an amen? amen? Amen. Let's just say, wow, mom, thanks. Wow, mom, thanks. Okay, super moms are crazy industrious. They're entrepreneurial extraordinaires. The scripture says in verse 16 and verse 18, she goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Verse 18 says she makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. Up early in the morning, up late at night. She's making sure all of her dealings are going well. I think of Manoah's wife. That's Samson's mom. She's unnamed in the Scripture. You can look it up in Judges chapter 13. But very specifically, verse 9 says this, And the angel of God came again to the woman while she was out in the field. She's out in the field because she's working the field. She's preparing. She is doing the diligence. She is one who is about the farming business, if you will, for her family and perhaps beyond. And it says, but her husband Manoah was not with her. And so there she is working in the field. She's working in the field. Let me just say this too. I can tell you, in our early years when God called us into the ministry, Kim mentioned, I think on a video a couple of weeks ago, that I was in the steel industry for about 10 years of my life. And uh, when God called us into the ministry, the resources that we had reserved from the years that I was in Uh, in industry were consumed because there weren't the same kind of income and we still had all the same kinds of things going on in our life. And so our resources went down and here's, I, I love that my wife was industrious. She was industrious. Way back in the day, she would go over to Pendleton Woolen Mills and she would purchase mill ends and she would crochet. And she would crochet these big, hardy, thick rugs and they were huge i mean she made ginormous ones some of that were like you know 10 12 14 feet in length and maybe eight feet in width these huge oval rugs that you could have in your family room or in front of your fireplace and then she would go to fairs and she would set up a booth and she would sell these things by the 10s 20s I don't know about hundreds, but tens and twenties. Anyway, it was just amazing. Industrious, entrepreneurial extraordinaires, always finding a way when there seems to be no way. Assisting, and with God's help, they help. So, moms and those who mother are entrepreneurial women working for the benefits of others. Aren't you thankful that your mom is working and she just keeps on working? I love that Jesus said, my father's been working from the beginning and I too am working. And mothers seem to be working from morning till evening, and they're thinking and dreaming about what's happening in the lives of their family. And so, can we just say, wow, mom, thanks. Wow, mom, thanks. Okay, as crazy industrious moms, they are the original She-Ra. I mean, I don't know about you, but She-Ra was a comic book Hero for girls and my sisters were like she fans and my wife was kind of a she-ra fan she's over there nodding her head she's she-ra anyway uh the princess of power verse 17 says she's energetic strong and a hard worker energetic strong and a hard worker again i'm reminded of the story of rebecca in the old testament whose name by the way means tie rope for animals she, she's, she's about the animals, so to speak. It speaks potentially even of her character. And we find her in the story where she goes down to the watering hole, and Abraham, the father of faith, has sent his unnamed servant to find a bride for his son of promise. Interesting that in Rebecca's life we find the gospel of Jesus Christ foretold beautifully by type. Father Abraham sends an unnamed servant to find a bride for his son of promise. And the unnamed servant, when he finds Rebecca, he puts gifts upon her. There was a nose ring. There was bracelets. There were things that he placed on her and adorned her with gifts. And she takes the unnamed servant to her clan, her tribe, and Laban, her brother, a type of the world, sees the gifts adorned on her, the bride of the Son of Promise. And when he sees the gifts, In their proper place, he invites the unnamed servant into his own tent. Do you see the gospel there? God, who so loved the world, sent the Holy Spirit to find a bride for his son, Jesus. When the Spirit finds you and me, he adorns us with gifts. When the world sees the gifts working in our lives, they'll desire to have the servant or the Spirit of God, in their own lives. I think that's beautiful, beautiful. So there you have the gospel, beautifully portrayed in this She-Ra princess named Rebecca. And moms and those who mother are energetic, strong, and hardworking. We found her. She was going down to the water hole. Not only did she get water for herself, but when asked, she gave water to that unnamed servant, and she says, and I'll also water all of your camels. She's a hardworking, industrious woman. So let's say, wow, mom, thanks for their industriousness. Wow, mom, thanks. Okay. So wow, mom, number one, super moms are crazy industrious. Wow, mom, number two, super moms are crazy caring, crazy with love. I love this. Verse 20 says, she extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. Supermom, thought number one in this crazy caring, the real queen of compassion. Again, verse 20, extending that helping hand to the poor, to those around her, to those who are in need, whether in her own home or in the homes of others, she is caring for those who are in need. Now, this is interesting, and I'm gonna choose a female. Uh, in the Word of God in the Old Testament, Rahab, who was an innkeeper and maybe some other activity going on in Jericho. And you know that some Hebrew spies come to town and she takes them in by faith and hides them. What I love about the story of Rahab, and you can read this again in the Old Testament um, in Joshua, or excuse me, uh, yeah, in Joshua. And uh, it's it's an amazing story because Rahab alone in Jericho is protected and delivered. And she becomes a woman who is uh, married, And becomes the mother of Boaz who is the kinsman redeemer in the book of Ruth. A powerful picture again of the gospel. I won't go into the details, but what an amazing story of redemption we find in the book of Ruth. And so Rahab, she, like maybe you might be more familiar Princess Diana, who cared for those who were in need in an extraordinary way, known to this very day as the Queen of Compassion, Rahab also was one who ministered to those who were in need. And she raised a son, Boaz, who took care of family members that were in need, making sure that even the gleaners had ample on his fields. And so moms and those who mother care for those who were in need. Let's say, wow, mom, together. Wow, mom, thanks. So she's also in this crazy caring. She's the original care bear, the original care bear seeking safety for her family. Discernment, courage, bravery she's clothed with. She has no fear of winter, the scripture says in verse 21 of Proverbs 31. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. She's created a place that's safe, it's secure, and there's no fear of harm. I think of Mary, the mother of John Mark. Mary, the mother of John Mark, hospitable, hosting the early church prayer meeting, a secure place. For safety and protection. While there was persecution, while there were things happening, while there was fear, here they were. Peter had been arrested. And when an angel releases him in the book of Acts, they come to John Mark's house, John Mark's mother's house, and they're taken care of there. And so original Care Bear, she's making sure for safety. I will tell you, it's amazing how protective moms are. Have you seen, when I say Care Bear, she's really probably like the mother grizzly. Anybody who wants to mess with mama's cubs is going to get a mauling that is something fierce. And so I love that. Moms are always watching out for the safety of children. So moms and those who mother create safety zones, always watching out for the littles. I'll just pause here for a moment again. And I noticed that uh, my wife, ever since we uh, had, had children, she even probably before children, but I think I noticed it once our kids were little. That she'll notice kids. She'll like a, a child walking in the grocery store. If there's not a mama around, it's like she keeps her distance, but she keeps her eyes on that child, making sure that that child's going to be safe. And like if I'm saying, "Hey babe, let's," you know, if I'm even with her at the grocery store, but I say, "Hey babe, let's go to the <laughs> next aisle," and uh, I will tell you, she's like, "No, we got to watch." And she go, and sometimes she'll like, she'll be like, "Could you figure this out?" We're protecting that child over there. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, moms always, I mean, at the playground. Random kids, she's like eyeballs. I don't know how she does it. She's got eyes all over. Watching kids for safety. It's amazing. Moms always taking care and creating safety zones. Wow, mom, thanks. Let's say it together. Wow, mom, thanks. Okay. In this crazy carrying, they are mom task-tick multitaskers. They're mom task-tick. Okay, she carefully watches, verse 27 says, everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. <laughs> wow. I mean, she watches everything in her household. Most of the guys are watching football. She's watching everything. I mean, We've had some feasts at our house before, and some of you have eaten at our house. And I will tell you that we've got an island in our kitchen that's kind of big, and it's, whenever we have people over, it's just covered with stuff. I mean, I don't even know what half the stuff on the plate is, and it all looks delicious. And it all is delicious. I mean, when my wife makes carrots, first of all, you know, they get cleaned. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> then they get cut, and then they and they get cut so cute. I mean, they're just cute, and and then it ends up in a bowl with butter, hallelujah, and some salt and a little bit of pepper, and then like some green stuff shows up in there, and then craisins just to make it pretty and prettier good too. And it's I mean I think and then her, her mashed potatoes, out of this world. I mean, I, I don't know, besides love, which is definitely one of the ingredients, I mean, there's butter in there, there's milk, there's cream, there's sour cream, and I think there's even cream cheese in there. I mean, her whipped potatoes are like, oh. <laughs> My tongue does things it's normally wouldn't do. It's like dancing. Anyway. Yeah, multitaskers. They take care of everything. I, I mean... How can she time all of the stuff coming out of ovens and off the stove and out of the fridge and out of the fridge? I mean, I don't even know. It just happens. Woke up this morning, and there's a crock pot sitting on the side, and I said, well, I think we already have Mother's Day. No, she says, I'm preparing to make some beef with some salsa that's going to go in some chimichangas. <laughs> I'm like, When? <laughs> Is this scratch and sniff or eating? I mean, it's just so good. Hallelujah. Okay, multitaskers. Man, moms and those who mother are the masters of multitasking. And uh, all I can say is, wow, mom. Will you say that with me? Wow, mom, thanks. Okay, so super moms are crazy caring. Finally, number three, the wow mom number three. Super moms are crazy wise. Verse 26 says, when she speaks... Her words are wise, and she gives instruction with kindness. The sage of ages, again, verse 26, when she speaks, her words are wise. Again, Abigail is the reference that I would bring back to you from 1 Samuel chapter 25. She saves David from bloodshed, and an unnecessary bloodshed by her pleading and interceding. And she takes on the responsibility of her husband, says, the iniquity is on me. And she says, please, please don't do this bloodshed, it wouldn't be good for you because when you become king, it wouldn't be right for you to be an avenger of blood and to be shedding blood for no cause. And so David, his reputation is protected by the wise wisdom that is bestowed that day while he was making his way with all of his men to eliminate all the males of Nabal's house. Wow, she is quite a woman of wisdom and insight. I find that <laughs> my kids sometimes when they were growing up, they would come to me for advice. And I'm like, sometimes, and I'm not, I mean, I'm a, I feel like I gave good advice to my kids, but it wasn't always the best advice, right? You can give good advice, but it's not always best. And I could see my wife kind of just standing back in the corner and she was supportive of me for sure, but she would she would be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you just get the proverbial, hmm and so later she'd say you know and I would be like Oh. Ah. and so then I would be able to go back to the kids and say you know I was thinking about that advice that I gave you a little earlier <laughs> you, you might want to reconsider here's another thought <laughs> and occasionally I'd say you know your mom gave me an idea too <laughs> anyway always with wise and faithful instruction upon their lips i remember i would get uh to a buddy's house of mine in our early years of marriage uh even before our kids were born and then after our kids were born i would pray every friday morning with a close friend of mine <coughs> connected with our church greg Stirkson, and we would pray at 6 a.m in the morning and that was that was a prayer that we prayed every week that for our wives and our the mothers in our home that there would be faithful and wise instruction upon their lips all the days of their life and all the days that they are mothering our children and mothering in our lives and so so very thankful that god has answered that prayer thanks be to god so moms and those who mother give wise instruction to those cared for can you say wow mom thanks wow mom thanks they're mountain movers I love that our mom, well, in our house, my wife, but I love that moms are moms that are full of faith. They are prayer warriors. They are praying people. Verse 25 of Proverbs 31 says, She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. And here's what I, when I see that verse, I think here's a person of faith. Her trust is in God. Her trust is in God. And I think that is absolutely powerful. Clothed with strength and dignity. I believe that strength and dignity comes from the Lord. Comes from the Lord. And when it says she laughs without fear of the future, she knows that her future is in the hands of the Creator. What better hands could we be in? You're in good hands with the King of Kings. (laughs) Amen? Amen. All right. And so... I think of Mary, the mother of Jesus, Luke chapter 1. An angel appears to her and gives information. She's troubled by the information. She's troubled by the greeting. And yet, her response is, I'm willing to be used of the Lord. And then she says, let it happen to me as you have said. It's a declaration of faith. A declaration of faith. Oh, moms, and oh, all of us in this room and those who are watching online, that we would follow that model and be people of faith. Let it be. Let it be, as you have said, Lord, of my life. And I am willing to be used of the Lord. And so, clothed with strength and dignity, moms and those who mother are clothed in strength and dignity. They walk in faith without fear. Without fear. Now, you do know and I know that there are moments where fear can enter in. And we we think things and we process things. But when the overriding current is trust in God, trust in God, trust in God, come what may, just like the angel said to Mary, the Lord is with you. Mama's And those who mother who have faith can say, look, I know the Lord is with us. He will help us come what may, come what may. So if you've heard news from afar, or if you've received bad news or difficult news or whatever news it may be, just know today, God is with you. God is with you and he will help you. He has your future and my future in his hands. And once again, what better hands to be in in the hands of a loving father. Thanks be to God. So moms and those who mother, clothed with that strength and dignity, walk in faith without fear. And she says, let it happen to me as you have said. Wow, mom, thanks. Let's thank moms for faith today. Wow, mom, thanks. And finally, super moms that are crazy wise, they are disciples of Jesus. Disciples of Jesus. Verse 30 says, Charm is deceiving, and beauty doesn't last. My poor wife has to look at this every morning. (laughs) Beauty doesn't last. Boy, that's embodied. But a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised. Will be greatly praised. A woman who fears the Lord. The Scripture says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Beginning of wisdom. And so, the last mama that I'm going to mention today is one that doesn't get a lot of attention. Jochebed. Moses' mother. Jochebed. Moses' mother. And with this, I'm going to invite our worship team as they're going to come. And I simply want to remind us of what Jochebed did. Jochebed, because of an edict that was given by Pharaoh that the Hebrew boys, the male childs were to be destroyed. She, by faith, put her son in an ark made of wicker and floated it from the reeds downriver. And little Moses in the basket made its way and there's Pharaoh's daughter down at the water bathing and her maidservants bring it in and they said, oh, it must be one of the Israelites' children. And she takes Moses in her her own home under her own roof. And she says, the child needs a nurse. And there's Miriam, Moses' older sister. And she says, I will find a maid amongst the Hebrews. And she sent Miriam out. And Miriam went and got her own mom. And so mom was brought into Pharaoh's house and nursed her own son. And what I think is beautiful about this is she must have taught Moses, although we don't have it in the context of the Scripture, we can only assume that she raised Moses with an understanding of who the chosen children of God are and who, that he is a Hebrew. And though he was raised in Pharaoh's house, we know later in the story that Moses went to check on his own people, the Hebrews. And I just think that's beautiful because disciples of Christ point people to Christ. Point people to the chosen family of God. And I love that Jochebed protected her son, sent him adrift, became his nursemaid, nurturing him through his years, raised him in Pharaoh's home, making sure he knew who he was and who God's people were, the chosen people. Moms and those who mother care for the spiritual lives of those in their care, pointing them to faith in God. So super moms that are here, all you moms and all those who mother, we have one main assignment, and that's pointing people, pointing the children in our homes to Jesus, to Jesus, the author and finisher of faith, Super moms are crazy industrious. Super moms are crazy caring. Super moms are crazy wise. Super moms are simply cray cray. <laughs> Proverbs 31 31 says, Reward her for all she has done. Moms, we honor you today. And those who mother, we honor you. And we say, Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's say it together Wow, mom, thanks. Wow, mom, thanks. You are momtastic, you are she you are a gift from God. The Bible says every good and perfect gift flows from the Father of lights. Thanks be to God for the gift of moms. I want to let you know and remind you today if you have any prayer needs, our prayer team will be over here to my left after service. Pastor Dennis and the team are going to close us in this worship song, and we'll have our benediction. We have flowers up front. And we would like to have all the moms and all who mother come and take one of these little flowers just as a little token of our appreciation for all that you do. And you can plant that and water that and care for it like you care for us so beautifully. And uh, we just want to say thanks to all of you. If you're with us this morning, and I'll invite you to stand at this point. uh, If you're with us, and you definitely are with us if you're here. (laughs) Because you're with us, I want to encourage you. If you've not put your hope and faith in Christ and you have a mom who loves Jesus, the greatest desire for her life is your spiritual care, that you would come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, that you'd put your hope and your faith and your trust in Christ and in Christ alone. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth Jesus Christ is Lord and we believe in our hearts that God raised Christ from the dead, we will be saved. That would be a great Mama's Day gift, to know that her children know the King. If you commit your life to the Lord and you profess Jesus as Lord this morning, I would ask that you would come forward and come to the prayer team and let them know so that we can assist you with your faith walk and your new life in Christ. And we just want to be a blessing in your lives as you would be a blessing to the body of Christ and certainly to your mama with that information. So if that is you, and you want to give your heart to Jesus. If you're online, please let us know that you make a commitment to Christ today. We want to be an encouragement to you in your walk with the Lord. Let's pray, and uh, Pastor Dennis is going to lead us, and then he'll close uh, with a, a quick prayer. Father, we love you, we praise you, and we thank you. We thank you for all the moms. We thank you, God, for the gift of salvation, and we thank you for the gift, Father, of salvation. Thanks for all the moms. We ask your blessing and your benediction this day in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people said a strong amen.